Wine and Crime Time is entirely improvised and recorded live and in one take by two inebriated actors. Sensations, Papa Dom's. Are we allowed to say that? Well, I'm hoping that if I say that, we'll get an Are advert. we recording? Well, yeah. Oh, shit. Sorry. Welcome to episode two of Wine and Crime Time. Episode two of Wine and Crime Time. Episode number the second of Wine Previously and Crime Time. Previously on Wine and Crime Time. Uh, so we're investigating into Chamonts. Nigel Chamonts, a.k.a. Neil Jones. Thank you very much. Uh, he went disappearing. He went disappearing. <laughs> he went disappearing. He went disappearing. So in 2011, disappeared after... He did. Walking out in the middle of his TA show, Double Double Trash, Trash Recycle. recycle. Um, and no one's heard from him since. Where's. 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 Tonight's episode is brought to you courtesy of Aldi's Toro Loco. $3.99 from your nearest Aldi. Mm, it is rather delish with a zingy taste. A zingy taste? So now we, we've advertised Aldi's wine, we've advertised <laughs> sensation. Walker's Sensation, we've also got oh. some snack right dry roasted peanuts. So all these companies get in touch and give us the dollar, because <laughs> we need it for our investigation. Yes, very important. This is a real, untrue, true crime investigation. It's true, it's completely true. Yes. So last week we, uh, <coughs> obviously I'm out microphone, we... nice. Alright, sorry, I've got an infection. Um, I know, but what's that got to do with your coffin? Hey! Now we're rolling. So, what happened last week? We spoke to, we went to Fidget, his old drama school in uh, East Thorn. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting enough, actually. So I've been at Fidget this week. Yeah. Um, oh, you went? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You went Fidget? Yeah. yeah, yeah, So I was having a look round. I thought I'd have a look, look round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. East Thorn as well while I was there. Cause... Really? You know what I want to look round Thorn for? East Thorn. So it's east that? of Thorn. Yeah, yeah, but it's still Thorn, isn't it? No, no, but it's east of it. So this is a completely different place. But it's still Thorn. Well, no, South Yorkshire Thorn. West Ham is a different place to Ham. <laughs> I don't think Ham is a place. <laughs> That's well, a great must, example. Well, it must be. If there's an East Ham and there's a West Ham, there must be a Ham. <laughs> OK, you've got a Southampton and a Northampton. Yeah, so there's a Hampton. <laughs> no. That's how it works, right? I'm sure that's how it Where's works. Where's West Hampton? <laughs> right? Answer that, Jack. Anyway. Where's West Hampton? In the west of Hampton. <laughs> Where else is it going to be? God. So East Thorn. East Thorn, yeah. How'd you get there? Get the train. <laughs> How else? <laughs> you know, I drive sometimes. Well, I got the train. You got the train. Well, I don't have the luxury of a car. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ, this guy. <laughs> so you got the train to East Thorn Station? No, no, you have to go to... Thorn. York. Oh, really? And then it's a small train from York into right. East Thorn. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Actually, a steam train. Steam. Little old man. <laughs> Pushing it along, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> little hand car. Yeah, but when I got to Eastbourne, it's actually funny enough, it's the first town in England to have a bed and breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> it's officially the oldest B&B in the world. <laughs> run by the oldest B&B owner. No, well, no, the, the owner's dead now. She oh. died years ago. It's run by a, a little lady called Ethel. I think she said she's like a distant relative. She showed me photos. I'll stop listening. I don't know. Okay. Um, it also has a mini Stonehenge in the middle of it. Does it? Yeah, the locals call it 
Rock binge. <laughs> so, um, rock binge. Yeah. Uh, in East Thorn. In East Thorn. You should go see it. It's uh, it's really cool. Actually, it's a bit like a almost <laughs> like a model village for uh, Stonehenge. For druids. Village for druids. Small druids dance around it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I didn't just do sightseeing in East Thorn. <laughs> what else uh, is it to see? Well, a fidget. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. The famous South Yorkshire drama. <laughs> I mean, who's not heard of Fidget? If you've not heard of Fidget, <laughs> who are you? Really, is, is the question yeah. of the day. Will you put the peanuts down? I can't stop eating them. I know, so I'm just going to move them out of the way. <laughs> and then we can... <laughs> so. So. Concentrate. Concentration. You concentration. Went. Concentration is the game. Keep the rhythm. Keep the rhythm something else. Right. <laughs> you went to Fidget. Yes, I did. I went to Fidget. <laughs> and what did you do? And then find? I went to the drama school. Hey, boom, boom, we're here, are we? So, yes, what did I bloody find? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Mr. <laughs> Adamson, I bloody found a lot. <laughs> so there was a thing that uh, the acting tutor slash former janitor, janitor yep. uh, Derek Danford, told us mm. about the snivelly little Weasley boy. Weasley boy, that That's was it, right. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that he was friends with. Mm-hmm. I managed to track him down. The Weasley bite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took a lot of asking of about three or four people mm-hmm. and some other stuff. I don't want to get into. Um, but his name was is is. It's not dead. His name is Daniel Cress Carter. Daniel Cress Carter. Mm. And what does mm. he do? Is he still acting? No. No, oh, right. no, no, no. no. Uh, by all accounts, he was one of the worst in the oh, class. Okay. He was. Um, He's now into selling quality knitwear, mainly long scarves. Okay. He was known for like walking around these big long scarves, and apparently he used to make them. Oh. Okay. Uh, and now he's ended up starting his own business in East Thorn. He's oh got wow. His own little shop. Yeah. So he's still there. He yeah, never, yeah, yeah. never escaped. Crest scarves. So um, obviously, mm. I went into <laughs> to talk to him. Oh, you did. I had to, <laughs> what was I expecting? <laughs> had to, had to, you know. Find out and where was he from originally? Then this. Where was he from? Yeah, originally, originally before he went to drama school. <laughs> uh, well, he never said where he was from. Oh, okay, originally. okay, that's, that's. He had sort of a weird mishmash accent. To be of course honest. he did. Of course he did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was no. It was. It sounded like to me that I think he was from Birmingham, from the sounds of it. Right. Like okay. that's how it sounded. But right. It was almost like he was trying not to be. Got you. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. I'm sure I'll hear it um, when he starts speaking, won't yeah, yeah. I? Yeah, well, I'm not going to... We'll, we'll come back to that because I actually came into something else first that I wanted to get to for oh, right, to, okay. to Cress Carter. So, um, I also... One of the... I got chatting a bit more. Obviously, I chatted to, to Derek Danford a little mm-hmm. bit more as well. Now, he was telling me that um, Chamonts mm-hmm. actually got involved with a local... Gang. He was buying cowpole and then selling it to people as a drink, like as a shot on the side to make like some extra money. It's this really bizarre side oh my business. God. Cowpole, the, the yeah, kids. yeah, like the kids, kids cough medicine. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. And he was making like he was using it to create some kind of drink or something and sell it on. Wow, like a cowpole cocktail. Yeah, yeah. But he fell in with this gang. A cowtail. Yeah, he fell in with a gang. They're sort of based all around, um, and they were they kind of were like became almost his backers. Jeez. And we're trying to push it, push sales out. Cowpole pushers. No, no, they were called the sneaky winders. Sneaky um, winders. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, I managed to track a couple of them down. 
they were a couple of Geordie lads. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> were they? No, no, yeah. So right, was, okay. I managed to find like it took a lot of talking. I obviously mm. I, I had to go meet them in some private place outside of Eastbourne, and it was mm. all very hush hush and a bit weird. And yeah, I had yeah. to mask their voices, so you're not actually going to hear. I'll play you the tape in a second, but you're not right. going to hear them as they actually sound. As they actually sound. Yeah, right, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was. It was a bit scary, to be mm. honest. You know, I mean, I don't know many people that sat in front of a sneaky winder and lived to tell the tale. Mm, so. Very true, very true. Yeah, anyway, let me get the uh, yeah. interview See what... up. So this is a, a world exclusive. Um, you're going to hear an interview with two of the sneaky winders. And, uh, yeah, they said to call them Gaz and Baz. So that's, I don't think that's their real names. No, that's street names, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... You boys, uh, you 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 knew Nigel Shamonts, is that right? You knew him. Hey, we know Nigel Shamonts, all right, man. Hey, oh, I fucking knew him, all right. Oh, no, and Nigel. I tell you what, when I see him, I'm gonna fucking punch him in the fucking testicles. You're man. gonna punch him in the testicles. In the fucking I'm gonna take my finger right off his nostrils, man. Oh, what you gonna do that for, man? There's well, no he owes me a score, doesn't he? Well, there's still no need to put a finger on a man's nostril. That's unnecessary. I'm going to file me, me nails down uh, okay, so don't okay. so, that much. Sorry, 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 boys. I didn't mean to, to, to interrupt you there. It's just... Um, oh, so many reasons. Um, so what can you, 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 you tell me about Shamont's? How, how, how did you know him? Well, we knew him as Neil Jones, of course. Oh, Jonesy. Jonesy, we used to call him. Oh, he was a proper nerd, man. Oh, a right nerd. God, he wore a fucking blazer. <laughs> With that little blazer, didn't he? With his little crest on. little crest. Fucking unstitched crest on his blazer. He didn't embroidered it himself, on the fucking called him. Fucking Jonesy, we called him. Jones. Pie face. Pie face. Because we always used to throw pies in his face. Oh, fucking punched him in the face. Oh, that's it. We called him punch face, Jonesy. Punch face, pie face. Finger in the nostrils, Jonesy. Okay, well, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we've got a little bit sidetracked here, guys. So, so... Um, jo- Jonesy. Jonesy, pie, 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 pie face. Pie face, Jonesy. Okay, yeah, 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 that's hilarious. Um, so what, what, what were your dealings with him? Well, that... Jonesy was the getter. Oh, you know he's the getter. He'd he go was, and get it. He'd get it for you. He was the, to be honest with you, he was the ideas man for a little while until we stole the fucking idea and we made it better. Do you know what I mean, man? We made it fucking better. Better. So much oh, better. But Jonesy came in and he was like, oh, I'm a posh twat. Look at me with me fucking cowpole. I was like, oh. mate, a fucking snort cowpole, you mug end. And of course, that's when we realised there was a, there's a market to be exploited. When we were snorting the cowpole, everybody else is just drinking the bastard. We thought, you know, we're going to cut him off. Cut off punch face Jonesy and start selling cowpole for snorting. Hey, we had to somehow make it snortable. So we fucking froze it and then we chopped it up and people had snort that shit up. Oh, they were snorting cowpole till the cows came oh, over me. Oh, my word. They were snorting that fucking cowpole. Of course. It all got messy when it melted. How I don't understand how this this started. So he came to you. You didn't find. You didn't well, he find came him. to us because he had a cowpole problem. 
He had a he cowpole thought, problem. Oh, yeah, he oh, had a massive problem. Oh, didn't he? Didn't he tell him about his cowpole problem? Do you know problem? what? It started off, apparently, he told me, fucking nerdy, pie face, punch face, fucking Jonesy, he had some fucking cough or something. So he went in and he got some cowpole because he said his mama used to fucking feed it to him from her fucking breasts or something. <laughs> and I was weaned on the stuff. I said so it used to make him feel better. And then I'd watch him just down a fucking bottle like it was Jägermeister or something. So then I was like, fucking hell, Jonesy. You're loving that shite. And he went, you know what? Do you fucking know what, Buzz? This gets me high as a fucking balloon on a Friday. I said, why a Friday? When I don't fucking know, Buzz, I'm as high as a balloon. <laughs> and that's <laughs> And we went from there. <laughs> I remember there were such good days. High as a balloon on Calpol Allworth. We Oh, it was fucking cracking. So yeah, we started selling all round East Thorne. We were selling to all the drama school students, all the tutors, including that uh, what's his name? The the, the janitor uh, guy. D- D- David Danford. Hi, that's him. He was a fucking right user. He, he was, was Oh fucking a lie! Oh, wow, oh my god. He was ordering that. it by the crate, not the bottle, the crate. By the crate. By the crate. The crate. Fucking crate. The crate. Can I order a fucking lorry. A fucking 10 ton fucking lorry to bring the amount of fucking cow pulley he was fucking. Well, of course, doing. that's when we had to call it a day, well, wasn't it? Of course, it got when, too you much. know, the, the court is pulling a, a, a seven and a half ton lorry of uh, cow pulley into the drama no, school. It was just too much, and I'll be honest with you, we realised that cocaine made us a lot more fucking money. A lot more money. So now we sell cocaine. Do you want some cocaine? You know what, boys? I'm, I'm alright. I think that. We'll just we'll just cut that short there. But uh, thanks thanks for your time. But don't forget, massive user. Hey, Shamonts. Fucking Shamonts loved Calpol, loved Calpol. Fucking lived on the shite. Wow. Yeah. I mean, they're clearly both off. The- you so, know what we're talking about. That that was that. Mm, After that was when I went and met Daniel Cress Carter. Cress Carter, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not Daniel Carter. No. New no, Zealand. No. Ex fly hard. No, no, not the. No, 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 sorry, no, not him. Um, no, Shame, I've got a voice for that. What? What? I don't know. Uh, yeah, so Daniel, I went to speak to Daniel Cress Carter. Right. Uh, in his shop. And um, to be honest, he didn't really give me much. He was. I don't. I, I feel bad because I'm feeling I'm being a bit judgy here, but. Man, he was a weird dude. Really? Yeah. He wore three scarves. Hmm. All handmade? Yeah, no clothes. Just three scarves? Yeah. Wrapped around him like a mummy? Sort of, yeah. It was like a weird sort of design. Right. Did he move or was he just posed for the entire conversation? No, he moved. Okay. Other things moved too. Right. (laughs) Well, in doubt? Oh, God. Hi, Daniel. Jack, nice to meet you. How you doing? Hello, Jack. Very, very, very nice to meet you. Uh, yeah, it's really lovely. Um, so how, Thank how you. are you? I'm all right, mate. Yes, Good. I'm not that's, bad at all. Thank a, you very much. It's lovely to meet you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's just, it's, uh, I, I like your um, um, uh, outfit. Thank you. All of these scarves were made by myself, you know. 
Yeah, really? Well, cool. And someone was saying, this is your, your shop, Yes, right? this is my shop. I made all the scars myself. So here. are you, you, you from East Thorn originally? Oh, no, I'm not from East Thorn originally. I've travelled, you know. I've travelled. I'm originally from near Birmingham, but I've been around a bit. Okay. I've, I've lived in London for a bit and then I've lived in East Thorn for a long time. OK, well, how long have you lived here for now, then? No, oh, well, I trained here, didn't I? Yeah, you went to Fidget, right? Yeah, I went to Fidget back in the day, yes. And I trained there and I, when I left I realised that my passion wasn't, in fact, acting, it was knitting. Wow. What you, so you learnt to knit while you was at Fidget? Well, it was one of the classes, wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. it? You know, acting, singing, dancing, what? knitting. Acting through knitting? Acting through... It's a vital skill. If you've never seen EastEnders, half of them have got first-class degrees in acting through knitting. I did not know that. That's an interesting thing. Now, um, the reason I'm here is because we are... Me and my friend, we are looking into the disappearance of um, Nigel Chamonts. Or Neil Jones, as you might have known him. Oh, yes, I remember Neil Jones. We, I went to Fiji You with did, him. yes. Well, we went and we had a word with um, Derek Danford, your old tutor. Oh, yes. And he said that you two were, were very close. We... Oh, I don't know occasionally. I don't know what you mean by close. Well, he said that he was your only friend. <laughs> Many friends. Actually, I had many friends. Um, uh, ben. Ben who? Yes, Ben who was my friend, and I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I was asking Ben who. who no, no, who? no. That was his name, Ben who, Chinese student. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <coughs> I'm sorry, I've got a I've got a chest thing. Gary. I'm not gonna say <laughs> <laughs> That was his brother. <laughs> right, okay. Yes. So as you can tell I had lots of different friends at drama. So school. you didn't know I knew him, of course. I came across him from time to time and we worked together on a number of performances. Okay, in what the were the. Oh, really? Right, yeah. So did you stay in contact at all? Oh, no. Not after we graduated. Um, the thing is, um, Daniel, was. Uh, I was having a little look around your shop and there's actually a photo of you and Nigel on the wall together and you look quite friendly and it was signed by him said to my dearest friend um, well of course that was just something we all did at the end of term we we gave each other well it was part of the course really. you had to practice your autograph and then give it out to people it really meant nothing why did you I, like that? i said i haven't seen the guy for for um 10 years it's not like he's living upstairs <laughs> Is he living upstairs? He's not living upstairs. Where did you get the idea? Is he, he living, living upstairs? upstairs? He's not living upstairs. Can I go and look upstairs? You cannot go upstairs. Get out of my shop. Get well, out of my I, shop I, now. He's I, not I, living I, upstairs. I, get I, out of my shop. Okay. So he might be living upstairs. Did you not insist that you be allowed to go upstairs? Mate, I'm not going to start mucking around with a man who's wearing just scarves. Do you know what I mean? He's clearly a, not someone you want to mess about with. Hmm. 
even though he did just sound a like... knitting. He's a mad knitter. All right, but you didn't see him. All right, true. I okay, didn't... yeah, sure. He sounds like Doc Cotton, but he looks like it. <laughs> he does sound like Doc Cotton. What a fantastic <laughs> comparison. <laughs> Um, <laughs> what else did you do in Easton? So in Easton, I also went to his digs. I found his digs. Oh, his digs, his, his yeah, drama yeah, yeah. school digs. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're actually um, there's nothing there anymore. Right. So it's a, it's Thank an God. old hall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, they're going to turn it into some flats. Um, nice. But there's all the rooms are empty. And yeah. He was actually, I think, after he left. I don't know if anyone else stayed there. I'm not. I'm not really too sure. They're quite old, but they're you know it's all dusty and, mm. and gross and. And what have you? But um, yeah, I I went in to his room, mm-hmm. and well, I'll tell you what, I'm not even gonna just I've recorded the whole thing, so just have a little little listen. Okay, so I'm uh, in. What is this? Oh, I mean, there's loads of like crap left over. Let's just see what we can hang about. N S. And then someone else has put is a dickhead. Charming. Right. Well, I am the one and only. There's nobody I would rather be. I am the one and only. It's my life. It's now or never. I am not going to live forever. You're a wizard, Nigel. Rambling? What the hell? You must find J.B. Cooper. J.B. Cooper holds the key. The key to the universe of life. Find J.B. Cooper. Find J.B. Cooper. J.B. Cooper must be found. This place is fucking creepy, man. I'm going to get out of it. Whoa. Yeah. That is bizarre. Some of those... Were they like... That was a, like some paper you found with, what, his writing yeah, on? Yeah, so underneath the bed... Yeah. There was like a little like stack of papers and stuff. Okay. Is um, it possible, just to rule this out, that he was actually roommate with Chesney Hawks? So it wasn't Chesney Hawks, you know, his first draft of... I am the one and only. I don't know Chesney... What do you mean? Well, I am the one and only. Lyrics. Yeah, he, yeah, Shemont's, there's a poem or something about that were just his thoughts, right? But do we know he wasn't rooming with Chesney Hawks? Who's Chesney Hawks? The pop star that released that song. What song? I am the one and only. I don't know what you're on about. The more interesting thing is who the fuck is J.B. Cooper? Oh, yeah, there is that. Like, what was that about? It depends when that was written. It says he's the answer to the life and universe, whatever. But it was when it was Shamont's because he put Neil NS. NS, right. And then than someone NJ. had scribbled yeah. on it as a dickhead. Yeah. Who'd written that? Mm. Well, that's what I found. I've not. I've been looking into JB Cooper and 
I have found nothing yet. So I'm going to call out an appeal here, yeah. guys. J.B. Cooper. J.B. Cooper. You've actually been very helpful so far. Uh, so we could use a lot more help. Um, if anyone knows a JB Cooper, has heard of a JB Cooper, it would be awesome if you could get in touch um, and let us know what you know. Um, yeah, it would be very, very helpful. I feel we are getting closer. Um, I mean, I feel we're about the same. Um, we're, we're sort of skirting we're, around the periphery. But, uh, we've met some new people. We so have. We have indeed met some new people. No. Wait till you find out who I met. Oh blimey! Oh, of course. So yeah. you went to. You were looking into the bakery. The bakery of the theatre. That's right. So um, we did discover that. Uh, well, there was a, a production called uh, Thursday in Incognito. Yes, by Joseph Lindo. By Joseph Lindo. Mm-hmm. That. Um, Nigel Chamonts was in when he... shat uh, his pants. He shat his pants. Yes. He shat his pants on stage. Shat him right on stage. Um, so I thought I'd do some some research into the Baker Oven Theatre just mm-hmm. because it's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had a great tip, actually, on on Facebook from Dan Bottomley. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Uh, thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Cheers thank to Dan. Cheers, Dan. You. Cheers, Daniel Bottomley. Uh, but Dan told us that the closing of the Baker Oven Theatre was actually quite controversial due to the abuse of animals in a show. Mm-hmm. Now, this was something that we looked into because, as far as we were aware, the, the, the Bakery Oven Theatre was only a 30-seat black box theatre, so actually using live animals... Wow, that's bold. Yeah. Yeah. It's really... What? Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you think, like, using a dog or a couple of birds or something... In a, yeah, but bovine means... It was... Where did you get bovine from? I haven't said it yet. <laughs> I just know. I just... You know what? Oh, you've read the post. You've read the post. I did read the post, yes. Um, so, basically, they were doing cattle stations, which was... A great um, name. It's, it is a great off. name. But it was basically... They had rewritten a play about the English Civil War in which all of the, the soldiers, instead of having horses... Rode on cows. Okay. Um, so I tracked down that the um, the old artistic director of the mm-hmm. um, the Baker Oven Theatre yeah, and yeah, also yeah. the adapter and director for Cattle Stations. So this is the same guy. It's the same guy. So mm-hmm. it was it was the final show. There was an in house production by mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. and his mm-hmm. name was Martin St Martin. Martin St Martin. Great yeah, name, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who um, was running? He'd run the cattle. Uh, he'd run the the Baker Oven Theatre for a year and a half mm-hmm. when it was closed. Mm-hmm. So I met up with him uh, in a in a cafe in Cheam. Ooh, nice. To to talk through. Did you record the? Uh... Yeah, yeah, obviously course, I recorded it. Yeah, 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 I'm a journalist. Well, let's, let's, I'm a journalist, let's, so uh, yeah, I'll out, I'll give it a play and yeah. um, we'll see what mm-hmm. you you quite fascinating some of the stuff he told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here I we bet, go. I bet, I bet, I bet. Hi there, Martin. Martin St. Martin. Mm-hmm. Great, great to meet you, Martin. Uh, my name's Luke. I'm from the uh, Wine and Crime Time podcast. Maybe you've heard of us. Okay, um, but we're investigating um, the mysterious disappearance of Nigel Chamonts. Uh, and I believe uh, Nigel appeared in a number of performances at the Bakery Oven Theatre, uh, during one of which, a production of Thursday in Incognito, he famously shat himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was wondering uh, if you'd be able to shed a little bit of light on both Nigel's work at the Bakery Oven Theatre and also why the Bakery Oven Theatre no longer exists. Some say it was due to the... Uh, the methane incident during the production of cattle stations. Mm. Um, so it, it's up to you where you'd like to, to begin. Well, the thing was that I knew Nigel for many, many years. Um, 
he was a strong actor. When he came out of Fiedrich, I really wanted to work with him. So I brought him in to the bakery oven and we worked on numerous uh, shows together, ideas, research, stuff like that. And we sort of fell into each other's pockets, as it were. Actually, Cattle Stations was his idea. Uh, he came up with it first, but uh, yes, Thursday... So Cattle Stations was his idea? Uh, yes, well, he was a Civil War enthusiast, and uh, he sort of talked to me about it, and I thought, what a marvellous idea. And my idea was to bring in the cows. Okay. He, he didn't really want any... Uh, well, it's not particularly um, periodically correct. No, but you correct. see, I'm an artiste, and my work should not be judged on following the norm. I explore the random. And I wasn't in the Civil War, were you? No, <laughs> no, 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 I wasn't. So no. maybe they did ride in on cows. You don't know. You were there. You <laughs> were I. And um, after discussing that... I told him my friend, Joseph Lindo, who was also my partner, he had written Thursday in Incognito, and he would be perfect for perfect, perfect for the lead role. Oh, excellent. So I cast him in it. So he was cast in, in Thursday in Incognito and played that out while you were developing and writing Cattle Yes, and Stations. I also directed Thursday in Incognito. Oh, you did? Of course I did. It was my partner's bloody play. Sorry, of course. Um, some say that Cattle Stations drew, drew crowds, and it did, indeed, it did draw crowds because of its use of cattle in the performance in a 30-seat black box theatre. But also it was... That the is theatre, my dear push the boundaries indeed or uh, the boundaries will push back obviously that many cattle a large amount of methane in the building and then one night uh, a light exploded and the whole place went up brexit that's all you have to say on the matter brexit it was i mean it was pre the the even the referendum mm, was it was it really when did that referendum really start 2016, right I think. Right then. You think, Brexit. You think the, Brexit. It was it Brexit. Was five years before. Mm. Yes. That's where it started. Yeah. It starts with a match, an idea, and then it grows. And that is where the idea was born. Brexit. Brilliant, Martin St. Martin. It's been great to meet you. Thank you very much. Mm. So as you can see, I didn't get much out of him. Fucking what? <laughs> I mean, he was... he was. But I don't, so, hang on. So he directed Thursday in Incognito. Apparently so. So why didn't you ask more about the show and the shitting of the pants? Well, I didn't know if that was... I don't know if he was there on the, that performance. Oh, OK, yeah. I was going to speak fair. to Joseph Lindo about that. Yeah, that's fair, yeah. Um... Did he give... I suppose in hindsight, I should have should have mentioned it, shouldn't I? It probably was a good idea. He might have to get somewhere. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, he obviously liked you, so... Well, he did give me his number. <laughs> yeah. We could try calling him now. Right now? Yeah, yeah, he gave me his number. Yeah. Um, let me get my phone up. Yeah, see yeah, if yeah. I can, Great, um... idea. Great idea. Hello? Hello, is that Martin St. Martin? Of course. Who else would it be? 
<laughs> Hi, Martin. Uh, we recently met in a cafe in Cheam regarding mm. the disappearance of Nigel Chamonts. My name's Luke mm. from the Wine and Crime Time podcast. Yes, I remember you. How are you? Yes, I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I am absolutely fucking marvellous. Oh, I would... I've just done an absolute fuck ton of cocaine <laughs> and I am loving my bloody life. Want to join me in a party? No, um, we're actually we're, we're recording at the moment. We're doing a live. Oh, well, hello, mummy. Um, I was just wondering, I, I failed to ask you uh, during the week about... Um, the incident where Nigel shat his pants during Thursday. Oh, God, it was fucking disgusting. My word, it was like bloody SeaWorld. <laughs> the front row were in the fucking splash zone. I see, and um, that must have been quite embarrassing for Nigel. Um, probably, but, you know, he didn't really say much afterwards. He just carried on performing which was brave to him because pretty much everybody in the audience left, apart from one young gentleman. Uh, I believe his name was Cooper or, or, or something like that. Cooper? Um, everybody else, yes, yes, Cooper. Uh, and how did you know that from the ticket information? Well, I remember talking to him. He was a lovely young man. He uh, supplied me with some... Uh, Party biscuits, if you get my drift. <laughs> I'm not sure I do, but um, uh, could you describe him for me? Well, he was a man with a beard, and that's all I remember. Right. No, 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 no. Of course, of course, he had a he had these lovely. Lovely legs. It's like a fucking stallion. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Um, w w was he in the arts? Was he an actor? Was he a writer, a director? Oh, I didn't ask him any of that. I, I didn't care. I was too busy looking at his fucking horse-like legs. My God. My word, what a man. And do, you don't happen to know where he is now, um, do you? Oh, I couldn't give two fucking shits, my friend. Cooper. Cooper, I, get, I, get, I was going to say. So he was the one That's why I was person. telling you to ask more, but then it got rid yeah, of Yeah, yeah, No, I'm sorry, I lost it. I shouldn't, it's the wine. Um, but that's interesting. And the that clan. That Cooper has come up, and the time. Um, that the, the Cooper has come up twice this evening. Um, there's definitely something we'll put a pin in yeah. for later. Again, if anybody knows who this person might be, lovely legs, beard. That's about all we've got. That's about all we've got, lovely legs lovely, and, lovely beard. and beard. And he sold party biscuits, which I think is... Slang for uh... the little rings, party rings. No, 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 ecstasy. Like, oh, yeah. I've lived a very short. <laughs> You've lived a very different life, yeah, yeah. And um, the final thing I investigated was again, it was another Facebook tip off, mm -hmm. um, and it was, and it was quite left field. This one, this yeah. was not something that I don't think had ever come into come into our uh, thoughts at all. But it was from Matt. Mm -hmm. uh, who got in touch again on the facial book? YCB. So I mean, listen, we, it really is an interactive Honestly, podcast. Honestly, like guys. we said, that these these tip offs have been really helpful. Yeah, um, they're, they're pushing this investigation in the right direction. Look, at the end of the day, we're truth seekers. You know, we seek, seek the, truth, the truth, and all we want to know is what has happened to Shamont's. And Nigel, if you are alive and listening to this, can you just come tell us? 
Um, That's a very good point. And you can sit and have a glass of wine with us and, and tell us your story. If you're out there, Nigel. If you're not listening to this and you're dead, can someone tell us who did this? So this was uh, Matt's comment. He said, in all seriousness, guys, I've heard from my mate who runs a TIE company that Nigel was in a profit share gone wrong and also involved in Arbon, the actor-targeted pyramid scheme for beauty products. Right. Might be worth looking into. Now, I've Pro- heard of... Profit share gone wrong? I mean, that's every profit no, but, share. But cattle stations... Oh, yeah. There's a link there. I think that could be the one he's referring to. I mean, to. I don't know, but there's a definite link there. He never... Because, obviously... Don't they ever paid St. Martin payment. said that he came up with the idea of cattle stations. Yeah. Well, no, Shimon's came up with the yeah, idea. That's, that's what yeah, I mean. yeah, 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 yeah. That's what and I'm then, saying. So and then St. Martin took it, on. So, took the, it on. so then he would be involved, surely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's Was that. Was he cut out, or did he make nothing because of the explosion? Well, that, again, there's... <sighs> or... There's that. There's definitely then, some bad blood there. What was the other thing, sorry? Arbon. The Arbon Pyramid Scheme. Uh, did you not hear of this? No. Oh, this was big back in the day. Um, but basically, it was a, a pyramid scheme. So it basically, basically, it's like a basical. Basical. It's a basicle. It's a basicle scheme. I guys. want to ride my basicle. I want to ride my bike. Um, <laughs> I'll cut that bit out. Yeah. He, um, yeah. So basically, it was a, a pyramid scheme where they got actors to act as salespeople to sell cosmetics to other actors. I mean, this goes back a long, long way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, as theatre lighting has improved and, and theatre lighting has become more of a thing, obviously the use of specifically thick makeup, mm-hmm. traditional stage makeup, yeah. has diminished. Right. So our Bond had to rethink. And um, it's very possible that Nigel was involved at the time in which our Bond was selling... Um, what they were they were advertising it as a foundation, right? And it turns out it was just polyfiller with perfume. Shit. Yeah. Would he have known that? Well, I'm not sure that he would if because, he's just a seller. But I'm feeling like you know, if we go back to the fidget days uh, with the sneaky winders and all the cowpole stuff, exactly. So he's got previous. Exactly. Exactly. So, you start to wonder how high up was he in that. I mean, this is just what I know of the Arvon scheme, and I'm yeah, yeah. speculating massively. Okay, okay. Right, this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. I will do some more investigating now. I'll go look into the bakery oven, looking more into cattle stations. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see. And Thursday night. Uh, yeah, of course. Well, we'll, we'll come to that, because that was a small part, but I'm now feeling... Cattle stations, the fact that they were in on it together. Exactly that. Now, and, I think... and that Matt said a profit share gone wrong. Yeah, so I'm going to look into that. If I can, I'm going to do what I can to try and at least get some sort of contact with, with, uh, uh, what was his name? Joseph. Joseph. Um, Joseph Taylor. No. Lindo. Lindo. Joseph, Joseph Lindo. Joseph yeah. Lindo. So I'm going to do what I can, see if I can yeah. find anything there and get in touch with him. What I think you should do is start looking into Arbon. Yeah. There. Yeah. And we also need to, i tell you what, we need to come together and we need to look into this TIE company. So I'm actually going to give a little ask out here yep. for people. If they can give us a little hand here. Uh, I believe the TIE company was called Bitsick. B-T-I-C-S-C. Which is what I am after a bottle of wine. Bitsick. 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 
So if any of you have worked for Bitsick, Bitsick. the theatre and education company, uh, let us know. If any of you have any links to the Arbonne scheme, Mm. um, especially around the time that they were selling Polyfiller as foundation, do get in touch. Please do. And if if you know if if Nigel Shamons, or indeed his other name, Neil Jones, Mm. was involved at any level of that, then please do let us know because that could be vital information. Yeah, Matt might very, have an interesting so. clue there. Um, if anyone was involved in cattle stations, or actually if anyone was anyone else was in Thursday and in Incognito, yep. please get in touch. If anyone saw that show, especially put, the night that he um, defecated, yeah, that would be great. Um, also, JB Cooper. That's a yep. new a new name we've give us an idea. Same, we just give us anything. We ha- all we have is great legs and a beard. Rooting in the dark. I, uh, I mean, I'm looking in the mirror there. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, and I'm definitely not JB Cooper. Uh, <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> I might be. We'll see. No, are you? Um, I don't know. We'll find out. Won't we? <laughs> you, you might have to be. <laughs> anyway, folks. Um, Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's Thanks been for listening. A, it's been an interesting experience once again. Uh, join us at some point for some more wine, some more crime and some definitely more time. Whoop. Ching. Whoop.